If you do have your Bibles with you or you have your phone app with you or whatever it is you elect to have in front of you, turn to the book of Jeremiah. We are going to be in that book this evening. We're going to be in the 17th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Oh, the weeping prophet. And counting this morning and this evening, we've wept a bunch. Kathy had to let her handkerchief dry out in the truck today because it was so wet she couldn't carry it with her. Uh, so uh, we put ourselves in a place to where God touches our hearts. And that's what makes us so good. We're going to be in the 17th chapter of the book of Jeremiah, and we're going to be begin reading in the 7th verse and reading probably through the 14th. Uh, of course, Jeremiah is just up in arms about what's happened to Judah and how King Nebuchadnezzar has taken over that country and, and, and the cities of Jerusalem and just how everything's been destroyed and just, you know, he just, he's weeping. And, and, and he writes this book. And, and, and even, the, like I said, I preached a couple of weeks ago the book of Lamentations because of what he witnessed and seen and how he felt. But tonight I want to preach to you about the blessedness of trusting in the Lord. The blessedness of trusting in the Lord. If you would, stand in reading a reference of God's Word if you're able. Uh, well, like I said, we're going to be st start reading in the 7th verse and going through the 14th verse in the 17th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. It says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaves shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Says the heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord's the heart, I, I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. As the part, partridge sitteth on eggs and hatcheth them not, so he that getteth rich and not bright shall leave them in the midst of his days and at his end shall be a fool. A glorious high throne from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. O Lord, the hope of Israel, all that forsake thee shall be ashamed, and they that depart from me shall be written in the earth because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. Heal me, O Lord. And I shall be healed. Save me. And I shall be saved. For thou art my praise. Father, Lord, thank you for the scripture. Allow us to apply it to our hearts to, to touch us in a way that only you can do. I pray, Lord, you can get me out of the way and you could speak to your people. 
as you've been doing so far in this service. Touch the hearts of those who has a yearning to hear from heaven. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. Blessed is the man slash woman that trusteth in the Lord. Now, sometimes we take that word blessed. Now, a lot of times we see this word blessed or blessed. It's, it's misstated a lot in the Bible. Uh, but the, in this instance, it's blessed. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. The importance of that single word that God can do for his people we miss out on the utmost importance that it means in our life. Blessed is the man. In other words, blessed the man that trusts in the Lord, that believes in Christ Jesus, that believes that in a God in heaven, once upon a time, sent down his son to die for the remission of our sins. Blessed is the man that can believe that. Blessed is the man that, that applies that to his heart and all that he does. I know there's times in our life that, that sometimes we lose vision of that, Brother Clarence, but he knows that if we'll apply our hearts to this scripture that Jeremiah is writing here today. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. We will be blessed. And there is no denying that God will bless his people. But we must apply ourselves. And blessed is the Lord. He says, for he shall be as a tree. Now we all are familiar about trees and, 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 and in droughts uh, how, how bad a tree can get, uh, especially a fruit tree. Uh, if it don't get what it needs uh, during the season, uh, Ronnie can tell you this, uh, he's a farmer, uh, he, he's dealt with trees a lot, uh, it don't bear the fruit that it needs to bear. Uh, or maybe the leaves may not be as, as fluid uh, as they should be uh, if during a trout, uh, drought. Uh, but it's talking about here uh, about the tree that's planted near the waters. Uh, amen. Uh, it talks about how always it would have the moisture uh, that it needs uh, and it desires uh, to be able to bear fruit in his time of bearing. Amen. Uh, and that's how God uh, wants his people to be. Uh, he wants to be a, a bearful people, if you would. He wants us to, to go out and bear our fruit, uh, show people just what Christ can do uh, in our lives. Uh, if you'll just live your life for the Lord uh, and go out into a lost uh, and dying world because of the blood-bought banner uh, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, uh, we're able to do this. Uh, and if we can show people the difference that it makes that God can make in a man or a woman's life, the difference that they can see, how much it would mean to them that needs Christ into their hearts. Yes. It's left up to us, but we have got to show the world. Yes. We're coming upon a, a, a day here soon that we're going to be making a decision. God trusts in his people. That's all he can put his trust and faith in. He can't do nothing about anything else that's here tonight except trust in his people. But if we don't trust in him, praise be to Jesus, how can he trust in us? He tells us, blessed is the man that trusts us in the Lord. Well, blessed is the man that the Lord can trust in. Do you know how many people he can put his trust and faith in? Brother Clarence, I know sometimes there's a few of us that gets on fire for the Lord. And oh, a testimony that they have. What a great testimony that, that they can stand before God's people and be able to give over time and time again. And, and just you can just see what God has done in their lives. But when they get away from God, there's no, there's no side of them, if you know what I mean. There's no fruit there being barred. When we go down to that river... 
that tree is barren. It's not getting what it needs. Well, why is that, Brother Clarence? They've turned from the Lord. They're not allowing the Lord to, to be able to nourish them and help them in their time of need. If they'll just turn to Him each and every time that they run into something in their lives that they can't deal with, their life would be so much better. But they don't do that. Why is it that we don't do that? We think we can take it on to ourselves, but that ain't what God wants from his people. God wants us to use him as a tool. And if we'll just use him as a tool, we can get through our days so much better. He tells us that if, if we'll do that, it says, where the roots spread out her roots by the river and shall not see the heat of the day coming, but her leaves shall always be green. Will always be green. In other words, all his people will prosper in their times of need, in their times of going out and showing people just what Christ can do for you. It tells us in the ninth verse, it says, The heart is a deceitful above all things. And oh, how much truth there is in that scripture. You know, when people put their heart out there to get stepped on, it's pretty tough. But how many times did that happen? So many times. That people lay their hearts out there for, for people to, to see and to be witnesses of, but knowing that, that they're, they've touched their heart, but time and time again, they step on it. And it says, desperately wicked, above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Sometimes they know what they've done to people. Sometimes they know what they've done to their Lord. How disappointed our Heavenly Father must be. Time and time again, day after day, of His people. You know, Israel, He dealt with His, his children many times. Chastened Him many, many times because of their, their unfaithfulness and and their disobedience and not serving him and their unbelief, turn their back on him. You know, because Moses was on the mountain too long, they got out of control, and, and, and like Ronnie said this morning, uh, made a golden calf to worship. We're not a very patient people. You know, we forget that God's righteousness and his glory is on his time. And not our time, and not on the world's time, but on his time. And we need to realize that, but we don't. And sometimes when, when, we, when we stop believing in what Christ can do for us in our lives, uh, we fall short of his glory. And we miss out on a blessing. Blessed is a man that trusts in the Lord. He don't get no plainer than that. But yet... We're not patient enough, Brother Gene, to get to that point in our lives to be able to see what the blessings are. He says, the heart is a deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Uh, who can know? He says, I, the Lord, search the heart. And he does. He says, I try the reins, or in, in this sense, I test the reins uh, and give unto every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doing." Little Annie, <coughs> first year she made a comment that, that she wanted to be in, 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 in safety patrol. 
I always do one of these children that stands out and opens the door for everybody gets out of the vehicles and they say, have a good day and all that other good stuff. And some of them get to Pat Buddy. But, <laughs> but to do that, she had to have a certain grade average. And we didn't think a lot about it. You know, I'm thinking, <laughs> it'd be an opening door for her. Uh, but she came in a few weeks ago and said that she made safety patrol. And so now she is opening doors for people and being nice to people and tell them to have a good day. And, and you know, if we apply ourselves toward Christ, he'll open doors for us. Do you hear me, church? If we apply our lives, if we trust in the Lord, i got to go back to verse number one. If we trust in the Lord, he'll open doors for us. I know that there's things in, in man's and women's lives today that that drags us down to, to we feel like we just can't get no lower and just, just don't know what to do, but trust and obey. Or is that word trust again? Blessed is man that trusteth in the Lord, for there's no other way but be happy in Jesus. Trust and obey. He says, I search the heart, I try the reins and give them to every man according to his ways and, and according to the fruit of his doings. We need to do better. If you want to buy a good crop, work. Ron, if you let the weeds take over your garden, what's going to happen? You're not going to have a lot of fruit, are you? You might go out there, if you can, find a cucumber or two in the midst of all them weeds uh, and, 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 and you'll look and search and, and, and next thing you know, you'll go out there the next day there'll be a cucumber out there that long. You sit there and wonder, how did I miss that? I mean, that thing didn't grow from that long to that long overnight, surely. That's what weeds do, Ronnie. Amen. Weeds can blind you. And if we're not doing according to his ways, we're not going to see no fruit. Do you hear me, church? We've got to get back to God's ways and his doings. For us to be a prosperous nation, we're only church, we've got to get back to God's ways. You know, this church was founded on the word of God. Do you realize that? The same way our nation was founded on God's word. Do you understand that? But we forget that. It says talks about how the partridge, how she sits on her eggs and, and they don't hatch. And it says, so he that giveth riches and not by right shall leave them in the midst of the days that, and in his end shall be a fool. Now listen here, here in the 12th verse. He says, a glorious high throne from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. We are promised heaven. Amen. One day we are promised if we're God's people being saved by the marvelous grace of God and, and professed His name as our Heavenly Father, one day we are going to be gathered around uh, uh, the, the, the gates of heaven. We're going to be around the throne of grace one day. And we're all going to be standing around like it was this morning. But that multitude is going to be a little bit bigger than what we've seen this morning. They're going to be arm to arm, Brother Ronnie. We're going to be tight. That's just the way it is. That's how we're going to be that day. But when it comes that time, we're going to know that we're, that we're given the blessings of heaven above. Because that's our promise. 
if we'll just trust in what he can do for us. But he also says, O Lord, the hope of his people, Israel, his people, all that forsake thee shall be ashamed. Oh, Lord. Do you have any idea how much shamefulness is out in the world today? When we go to the store, Brother Ray, that's all we ought to be able to see is if people are just ashamed. I'll be ashamed to see you. Why were you in the church Sunday? What mean? What? We know that answer when we ask them, don't we, Carolyn? But we want to hear it from them. They should be ashamed. They should. For turning their pack on God, the church, and the people who love them and pray for them. Taking advantage of God's people. I, I don't think God looks too uh, politely on that. I really don't. He says that and they that apart from me shall be written in the earth. In other words, not in the Lamb's book of life. But their dwelling place will be here, not in heaven. Because they have forsaken the Lord. And the fountain of living waters. Jeremiah writes this. For God's people to read. While writing this, I, I, there's not a doubt in my mind that tears was flowing because Jeremiah was known as a weeping prophet. And he did that because the love for God's people and his love for the Lord. Church, we are being tears tonight for those who have turned their back on the Lord. For a nation has turned their back on the Lord. We should be in tears here tonight. Tears should be flowing. They should not be a dry, uh, uh, what do you call these tissues? Tissues in, 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 in the house. But they are. He says, heal me, O Lord. And I shall be healed. We got a taste of that this morning. Got a taste of that this evening. About what it feels like when you're in the in the midst of God's glory. Now I know you felt it. I did too. There's no denying it. When you can get to that place in your life and in your heart and in your soul, when there's nothing but you and and and, and God in heaven, there's no better time. He gets us to a place in our life that we trust in the Lord no matter what. He says, save me and I shall be saved. For thou art my praise. Confess with your mouth Christ Jesus.
and believe in your heart that God in heaven rose him on the third day and confess your sins what can you be Ronnie you can be saved save me I shall be saved repent John the Baptist preached repent your sins when we come to the altar to ask to be saved that's one of the things that that God impresses on your heart that you ask him to forgive you of your sins don't know what they are I don't care what they are God knows what they are he cares he cares that's why he wants to save you and forgive you of your sins heal me O Lord and I shall be healed and save me and I shall be saved for thou art my praise